What's up, everybody? Welcome back to football. Today, we're back with an interesting, um, let's just say it's been a while. So um, it's been building up to it. And now I have that time. I've given it some time and I didn't want to rush into it. But what I want to discuss in this episode is Arsenal's number 10, Mesut Ozil. Why, why, what is going on? What is going on? So let's do some background first of all. Let's put everything into context. Um, you know, Mesut Ozil, uh, you know, he, he, I think it was January 2017 or 2018. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, he signed a deal, a new contract extension, making 350000 a week. And, you know, at the time, everybody was like, okay, we're where, you know, basically uh, Alexis Sanchez is now gone. We have Henrik Mkhitaryan. And we're basically, you know, giving him a new extension. So, okay. So $350,000, that's a lot of money. So there's going to be some, you know, expectations and responsibilities. And, you know, Wenger left and now Unai Emery is here. Una Emery hasn't really favored, um, you know, the thirty-year-old Mesudozo. You know, he only has uh, fourteen Premier League starts this season under um, under Emery. And um, funny thing is, in all competitions in twenty nineteen, um, he's only had um, he's only been a part of, of two of the nine matches for Arsenal. He wasn't even on the, um, on the bench. Um, in the 1-0 defeat against uh, Bate Borisov in the Europa League. So, and the funny thing about that game, I just want to get into it, is that against Bate Borisov, Arsenal were, you know, there was no creativity. So, Mezidoza would have been perfect to um, put in. And you don't, he, doesn't, he didn't even have to start. The fact that, you know, the guy that, you know, the top, uh, you know, earner in your club is not even in the on the bench, let alone Starling, that is a serious issue because if you look at Arsenal fans, you know, and you, you whether you look at online, um, on the internet, anything like that, you know, they'll be asking, okay, like what's going on? You guys need to let us know with Mesut Ozil because if he's making three hundred fifty thousand dollars a week and you know he can't even get a spot on the bench, make a decision, either play him or sell him. January window just went by, you know, Mesudozo didn't want to leave. He doesn't want to be loaned out either in the summer. So Unai Emery has to bite the bullet and play him. Play him. You know, he's still good enough. Um, that's not the case. I mean, is it a tactical thing? Okay, if it's a tactical thing, you can still surely put him on the bench. Is he still ill? Like, how long are you ill? So, so many, so many questions to be answered, you know, a man making $350,000 a week, and, you know, um, funny thing is, Arsenal now are, you know, financially, they're in just, like, deep shit, <laughs> and there's no way to put it, because they have to loan players, you know, they can't buy players, you know, offering so many average players such high contracts, you know, you're, you're chewing up the budget you're chewing it up slowly and surely slowly and surely you know um even though like they've made big investments in in the past uh let's say 12 to 18 months you know obama Lacazette, socrates um 
they've bought Leno. Um, you know, Czech is making a lot of money, and he's the second keeper. Czech is making more money than Leno. Um, they bought Torreira, Gunduzi, Lacazette, and Obama, and Gabriel making surely good money. So Ozil obviously frustrated uh, at. At, uh, uh, for Arsenal, I mean, he, it's so weird because it's like, imagine you've got a let's say let's just put it into um, perspective in a in a real life context. Imagine you had a, a working for a job and you know you got a pay extension. You know you got a higher salary. You've been doing well, so the club is like, okay, I'm gonna give you a better salary. Here you go, and all of a sudden you're told, okay. You can't do anything. Stay at home. Some people are going to be like, nice, I don't have to do anything. I got to stay at home. Some people are going to be like, well, if I stay home and don't do anything, it's going to hurt me for the future. People are going to be looking at me like, okay, well, in the, it shows that you didn't do anything here, but you worked for two years. So your experience, the history, everything, you know, that's great. Ozil is not doing anything. He's not putting any mileage on his legs because he's 30 and he's making 350 grand a week. Cool. No one's going to give him 350 grand a week when his Arsenal contract runs up or if he leaves. Not a chance. Um, teams can afford 350 grand a week, but no team will afford, uh, will, want, will be willing to get him. Manchester City doesn't want him, right? Even though I think that might be a weirdly uh, cra- a good addition, but I don't think Manchester City are going to get him. I don't think PSG probably going to get him. That doesn't leave out much guys that can afford him. So he doesn't want to go on loan. If he's if he's going to be gone, it's got to be a sale. And uh, the Gunners, you know, um, you know, it's it's weird. It's just it's just a weird, weird and bizarre uh, situation for Ozil, for Emery, for the for the club, for the fans. Um, and it's 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 like what's going on? You've got to let the fans know. You've got to let the player know. There's no communication. Like he's not traveling with the team. He's not he's not ill. It's not a tactical decision. Every time he can't sit on a bench against Bate Borisov. Are you kidding me? He would have been great for Bate Borisov to come in and change the game when you were down one zero, um, or even before that. I'm sorry, not even not not even one zero. Even before that. So. Uh, it's just it doesn't make sense for an arsenal fan you know if arsenal fans are out there let me know because it's like you guys you guys must be like okay what what's going on with the club you know why are you guys paying a lot of money why did you give him an extension and then you know not tell una emery that he needs to be part of the plan because he's the highest paid painter and now your highest earner is not part of plans and now there's going to be an issue with selling him because one, he probably doesn't want to leave London. He has a contract extension because he can still stay, right? No one's going to be willing to, you know, give you good money because, you know, he hasn't played. He's not in form. It's just strange, man. It's it's crazy. You know, he's he's had like 13, 14 appearances um, with, uh, with like very, very... You know, he has only three goals and one assist. Like, he doesn't have a lot. He didn't do a lot. But, again, he hasn't played much either. Um, you know, he still makes those nice passes in game. Um, but, again, he's only had a rating of 6.8 in the in the Premier League in the 13 uh, times that he has started. So, 
it's 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 a it's a bizarre situation for Arsenal. They need to figure out. They need to you know bring all parties to the table and make them understand because the fans are not going to be truly excited because you've just told the fans that you know you have a financial crisis. There isn't money, and now you have the highest paid earner in the club sitting you know basically in the, in the stands, basically at home. He's not he's not even wearing the kit. Um, and I think it's a rightful question for the fans to ask because, you know, if you're going to see Mesut Ozil or if you're going to see a win and, you know, maybe you suspect that Ozil would have been great to come on or Ozil to start or, you know, um, even if even if you don't want Ozil there or you want you want Ozil um, to play, which whatever the situation is, uh, people need to know because if it's been it's been a while, you know, in 2019, like I said, he has only two games of the nine that he's been um, featured on. And Ozil, you know, he doesn't have that desire to, you know, leave London. He doesn't want to go away uh, from Arsenal on a loan. Um, he even uh, rejected uh, to join PSG last month on a deal um, until the end of the season. Um, so it's it's very weird for the 30-year-old with Unai Emery, you know. Um, seems that it's tougher. Um, seems like it's the opposite of Wenger, you know, Wenger accepting of Ozil, Unai Emery giving him a tough time. But the point is you've got to feature him. You've got to put him on the bench. You've got to um, ask, your, ask yourself, you know, if he's not fitting in my plans, then you have to fit him somehow until um, the rest of the season, until things get done, because the club were unable to either loan him or sell him out in uh, January. Um, and um, it's it's weird because, you know, when when um, Mesut Ozil is in the starting 11, you know, uh, in the 13 matches, uh, they have uh, won seven, drawn four, and lost two. And when uh, Mesut Ozil is not in the squad, in also 13 matches, um, they have um, won eight, drawn one, lost four. Um, without, with, with let's just say, with Ozil in the starting 11, you know, Arsenal score um, less per game than when he isn't in the starting 11. But also, surprisingly, uh, when Ozil is in the starting 11, they have a better uh, gold, uh, you know, defending record. Um, that's probably because they'll be playing more uh, defensively and ha- letting Ozil operate on the ball. Um, so it is it is a strange situation for everybody in, in, in when talking about Arsenal, the fans, the club, uh, Una Emery, and Ozil everybody is still like what the hell is going on because i think the lag here is lack of communication rather than the lack of um, tactics or anything like that i think um ozil and you know una emery might not be you know getting along together you know they don't see eye to eye maybe again ozil is a you know type of player that you need to put a hand around him you need to you know put your arm around him and tell him you know listen um don't worry about the last week or you've been great. Uh, just keep what you're doing. Stay positive. You know, Wenger will be great for him. Uh, Zidane, stuff like player coaches like that. You know, he needs positivity. He can't, he can't be the guy to scapegoat. Um, um, it, it's tough. It's tough. Definitely, it's tough. But things need to be addressed because, like I said, um, Ozil needs Arsenal. But Arsenal need Ozil. I know that everybody knows that. Even if it's not for starting, he needs to be available. He needs to be there. 
But does Unai Emery know that? Unai Emery might be coming in, you know, to put his own, um, you know, style, to put his own ways. But you need to understand that, you know, if if things if things aren't going the way, uh, maybe not the way you want it as far as footballing wise or anything wise, you know, and they're going to be looking at, oh, well, now that the performances aren't coming, well, maybe Ozil should have been playing, maybe Ozil, you know, I, I feel like if Ozil right now isn't playing, but, you know, Arsenal were getting the results, and then every everything will be a little less, you know, in, you know, blown up to proportion, I guess, but, you need to realize, like paying three hundred fifty grand for Ozil and not even putting him on the bench, that's crazy. And uh, it's also Arsenal's fault, doesn't the management? Because you should have told Emery, you know, this guy needs to be part of the plans. You need to see this guy plays. Um, now you've already lost Ramsey for the end of the season, and probably Ramsey's gonna give you know his best for Arsenal. But you've lost Ramsey, and now you're gonna lose Ozil. Um, you don't have you know much money reports saying that you have only 45 million i think that's just 45 million that you know of it's also not counting europa league it's not counting the tv money it's not counting new sponsorships so um everything everything uh, i think 45 million is um, a little low i think 45 million is just the minimum that they have right now for arsenal to spend because you guys have to understand arsenal's owner stan Kroenke is the owner of um, the la rams and he's pumped in a lot of money into the la rams with paying uh, you know todd Gurley with the stadium jared goff um aaron donald um you know donovan and all these guys um you know peters um, you know, so many top talented players that, you know, um, the Rams got to win now and they didn't win. So it's, it's, it's just not working for anybody with Arsenal. You know, they've had a tough, tough patch for a while now and it's looking like it's not going to get easier anytime soon because um, I'm sure sure Arsenal fans and uh, Emery want to overhaul the squad, but it doesn't look like they'll be, you know, overhauling more than, you know, four players, even though I think they probably need maybe 10 players gone. Uh, but replacing 10 players is a tough task, and it can't be done in one transfer window. But to lose Ramsey already, and now to and you're losing Ramsey for free, mind you, um, you're also going to be losing uh, Mesodozel. If Mesodozel is your playmaker, your creativity player, and you're going to be losing him, now you have no one to link up to, you know, your two good strikers in Lacazette and Aubameyang. So it's tough. Yes, you do have Henrik Mkhitaryan, but again, um, I mean, Henrik Mkhitaryan hasn't played, right? It's going to be tough. Uh, for him to carry the load, you probably need two and number tens or two creative players. Um, and if Ozil doesn't work and he does leave, um, wish him luck wherever he goes. Um, I would suspect he goes to Juventus to link up with Ronaldo uh, in a slower league. Um, you know, with a with a you know good squad, a good defending squad to keep him intact. He doesn't have to run, um, but it'll be tough for him to get into that um, into that squad as well. Um, so it comes down to the fact that, you know, why is he not playing? Like, what are the possibilities? Like, what has he done? Is, is his training not good? Is he not putting full effort? Is his, ta- is his, like, is a tactics actually thing? Like, is he so bad that you can't use him? Like, what, it doesn't negate something, does it nullify? Does it create a weakness so bad? Does the weakness outweigh the benefit? 
like what well, what's going on um maybe that maybe there was like um training ground you know bust up or i don't know anything could happen you know maybe emery doesn't like uh his attitude emery doesn't like also also doesn't like emery um you know the change um any anything is like something we would have known something arsenal fans would have known and no one knows you know we just know that this guy that is like a really good player um the top earner for arsenal basically getting a new contract making him you know a really like i think he's in a top 10 of earners in europe um or i think top 15 anything like that. so he makes a lot of money right he signed a new contract he wants to stay with the club you make him the top earner the new the new manager comes in hardly plays him he hasn't played anything barely in 2019 two out of the last nine games he's played 13 times um and one uh, featuring a substitution for Arsenal for this season. And it doesn't look like he'll be playing much for the re- remaining of the season. So it's a it's a it's an interesting, interesting um, situation if you're not at Arsenal. If you're at Arsenal, well, it, it sucks. Because in one hand, you're thinking, well, if you're going to pay him and you're not going to sell him, then you got to play him. And you didn't get to sell him or you didn't get a loan amount in... Uh, in the winter uh, window, in the winter transfer window. So if you're not going to play him, that's going to create uproar within the fans because there's a lot of people that want to go see Mesut Ozil play. And if you're not giving Mesut Ozil play, and to add on that the performance are not coming, you're looking at you're looking at a really, really bad situation. Um, you have to think about it because Arsenal, you know, they just lost to Bate Borisov. That that was terrible. Uh, before that, they played Huddersfield. They won two one. Um, not a you know not the greatest uh, performance, not convincing, but they got the job done. Before that, they lost to City three um, one. Before that, they went to uh, they were at home against Cardiff. They won two one. And before that, they were uh, FA Cup. They lost to Manchester United three one. And prior to that, they won Chelsea two zero at home. So it's been win loss, win loss, win loss. So basically. They should be winning uh, Bate Borisov or the league game they play um, next game match, um, but it's not been smooth sailing for um, for um, for Arsenal. Uh, not smooth sailing in the Europa League, not smooth sailing in the Premier League. Uh, but it is what it is. They have to make do with whatever they can. You know, um, they've had really good players uh, come in likes of Lacazette, Aubameyang, um, Torreira, um, Socrates, uh, you know, Leno, Ganduzi. Um, they have good players, you know, Mkhitaryan, Maitland-Niles. Um, I think I think Shaka, if he used properly, you know, at Gladbach, he was really good. He was playing next to a CDM and they were sitting back maybe in a Emery system. It doesn't work, but it it has to you ha, it has to work because you know, it has to work for the player not not for the plan if the player can't be part of the plan the player is going to be look like shit even though he's decent, he's not a bad player um so i've seen granit Xhaka uh, in Gladbach when he was in germany and he was you know he wasn't great but he was a pretty good player you know he, um, and Gladbach play a little differently to lucas uh, to uh, unai emery um but at the end of the day it's like listen you have a team that is, you know, injury prone with your defenders. You have a midfield that can't, 
you know, link the play from the defenders to the attackers. And you have a guy in Henry McTarian that's been injured. He's barely back. Your only attacking creativity player is um, is basically Aaron Ramsey, and he's off to um, he's off to um, Juventus at the end of the season. But again, Aaron Ramsey he's been provided six goals, six, uh, not six goals, six assists for uh, Arsenal this campaign. But up top, they've been doing the most. You know, Lacazette had ten goals, five assists. Um, Aubameyang, fifteen goals, four assists. They've been doing the things. Um, but those guys, you have two lethal strikers that you should be playing both times. And if you have no number 10, you have no creative players to bring those players down. And the performances aren't even coming as they are not for Arsenal. Like I said, win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. People are going to be asking questions. And rightfully so. Rightfully so. If you were winning, you know, the questions would be there. But it wouldn't be as um, blown up to proportion. It wouldn't be as loud. So in my in my perspective, I think... Um, um, this needs to be settled between all the parties. They need to be told, look, listen, I'll play you, but you need to leave. That you're not part of plans. Or, hey, if I play you, I'm, I suspect and I want something like this. So, Arsenal and Umari should get into contact and listen. Be like, listen, we're gonna play. You're gonna need to have to play Ozil, and we'll just deal with it in the summer. Play Ozil. It's an extra option. It's a different option. Again, Ozil might be lacking a lot of things, but he gives you a lot of things that a lot of players don't um, don't have the ability to give you. So Ozil, in my prediction, should be playing, and I think he will be playing because with uh, with the changes coming up, with the games coming up, you know, the league um, and uh, and trying to be in fourth place in the Europa League. If you're trying to get past Europa League, you've got to play the likes of um, Aaron Ramsey, even though Mkhitaryan and uh, Ramsey um, are are available, you've got to play Ozil. So that's one that's one side of it. Um, the other side of it is that if you don't play him, then you have to, you know, face the, you've got to face the music. If things go terribly wrong and, you know, you're out of the Europa League, you you don't make top four, you're going to have to face the music and, and the critics and the fans. And it's not going to be easy because, you know, you're brought in as in Unai Emery, you're brought in for changes. And if you don't bring in changes, that's great. But if you do it, if you if you bring it, if you bring you know something that the fans are not going to be um, you know happy about, or maybe the fans are going to be happy about, but there needs to be um, you know there needs to be reasoning for your actions. Clearly, the reasoning doesn't make sense. Maybe we don't know something. So that's what I'm saying. We need to know the full facts. We need to, they need to talk together. Every party needs to sit down, and Arsenal fans need to know the most because. Um, I'm sure there's going to be kids and, you know, there's fans of Mesut Ozil that, you know, they're paying money um, to go see Ozil. And he's he, he's not even on the bench. You know, he's not playing. And uh, that hurt, that hurts for the Mesut Ozil fans and the Arsenal fans because you're paying top dollar um, to go see performances that are, you know, not good enough. And to mention that you're going to see, uh, you know, a team that's not, you know, gelling together. Um, so... It's looking like a lot of gaps and holes in Arsenal and they just need to either see what the problem is and muff it up this season and take a longer look for long term in the summer. But like I said, I predict that you know there's no way Ozil needs to play. If he Ozil gets scouted out and you know exiled from from the squad, basically the rest of the remaining of the season, I think Emery could be fired if if the performances even don't, if the performances don't come. 
Um, so I think, I suspect Ozil will be playing and, you know, he'll be motivated to make his mark and he'll have some good games in him um, in the remaining of the season. So there's that. Um, I hope the best for Mesut Ozil. Um, very good player. Um, he's definitely got his pros and cons as uh, most players do. So Ozil, he's meant for Arsenal. He can help Arsenal. Um, he can link up the Aubameyangs and the Lacazette. He can be that number 10. But, you know, if you give him support um, from behind and you don't expect him to do much defensively, he will be giving you a lot of, um, you know, creative options. But again, like I said, tactically, he might not fit for playing out of the back and not, not fit for playing positions, uh, going toe-to-toe. Because like I said, Oza will not be pressing hard will not be man marking he could be taken out of the game much easier with a cdm with a box-to-box midfielder so um all these things need to be thunk- thought about and i'm pretty sure luca una emery has but the problem is that you know like i said you if you're making 350 grand and you're not playing there's going to be a lot of people asking questions and you know they are fans are asking questions you know people around the world basically are like what's what's going on there you know they're asking questions i'm asking questions you know the board is going to be asking questions all those agents you know also just posted a pic on instagram you know um i don't want to say you know comparing himself to uh dennis Bergkamp or anything like that but um he made an interesting um i guess I guess he deleted it, I'm not sure, but he made an interesting uh, post. Uh, I don't think he deleted Oh, no, he didn't delete it. Basically, he made a post uh, where he quoted saying, um, when you start supporting a football club, you don't support it because of the trophies or a player or a history. You support it because you found yourself somewhere there, found the place where you belong. And he um, he basically... Uh, he at uh, Dennis Bergkamp. I don't know. Maybe that's what Dennis Bergkamp said once, or uh, a quote by Dennis Bergkamp. I don't know, but um, I guess maybe he's looking up to Bergkamp because, uh, again, it's such a it's any it's like a it's like a secret message maybe. Um, and Franck Ribéry is clearly liking the, he clearly liked the picture in support of Ozil. Um, the picture is uh, Mesut Ozil with his number ten, uh, with the captain armband too. So. Uh, Again, I don't know. It's I feel like he's gonna play. I think he he's 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 just grinding it out. Like, what is he supposed to do? Um, but it's tough. It's a tough situation. Like, you've got to stay uh, put in. You know, do your best um, and figure out a way to uh, be part of Arsenal. Be part of Una Emery. And if he doesn't want it, then you know, if things are bad, then he could leave. And if things are you know, if things are like, um, if you're looking at it, if things are uh, great, then you might need to leave. So you've got to do your best and you've got to uh, make sure you you do what you can on your end and everything else will follow. But I hope the best for em- uh, for, for Ozil. I think he will, he will do what he can. Um, uh, on that note, um, I want to say thank you guys. Um, let me know what you think about the Ozil, the, uh, you know, Emery, everything, everyone that's part of it, you know, let me know what you guys think about it. Um, I think it's a very interesting situation with, with Ozil and what the performances have been coming with, you know, games in, in the Premier League and in, uh, in the Europa League and FA Cup. Uh, so it's interesting, you know, 
especially for a guy getting paid so much money, you think, you know, he could get some games, you know, he, you, you think you'll be part of even the squad, the bench, and he wouldn't be ousted um, for tactical uh, reasons, quote-unquote, what Emery said. So um, let me know what you guys think, you know, getting, you know, being the highest paid player on the squad and not even being on the bench, featuring only twice um, this whole uh, year. Um, very, very bizarre, puzzling, get interesting because what's going to happen, you know, who's going to come out uh, of the light first, who's going to win the battle, it's like, you know, they're trying to sell him the club, Ozo, they're trying to loan him, he, do he doesn't want to leave, he has a contract, so if he doesn't live, you can't force him out, so what are you going to be stuck paying a guy 350 grand uh, a week for another year or so? like it's it's like a, it's like a fairy tale it's like a drama like where you get what's going on here it's like everyone has their you know stubborn uh, opinion and uh that even goes for ozil and you know the board and um uh, emery so and the fans are just caught up in, in all the middle of it and that's the funniest part uh so again let me guys uh, let me know what you guys think um, on that, thank you guys. Um, if you guys want to support the podcast, just go on the anchor page, hit the profile page, and just hit support podcast. Uh, there will be three options. Thank you guys for the support. Without the support, um, I won't be having the, the chance to uh, be making these videos. So thank you guys on that. Um, as far as the you know the socials, you guys can follow us on Twitter at football today VG or uh, follow us on Instagram at today uh, same handle at football today VG. Thank you guys. We'll be back shortly. A uh, bunch of games coming up. Uh, we'll be covering that also. Uh, we'll see you soon and peace.